A-S. Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing... If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my friend, Logan. And that's me! Hey, you're looking good today. Wow. Well, thank you. For once. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I did not wear my sweatpants you and a stained t-shirt today. I'm just glad you wore pants. Hey, you know, it's a step up. How, how, was, uh, how was your weekend? Good? It was good, um, but it could have been better. What could it have been? Could it have been? Fantasy-wise or fantasy football? Fantasy-wise, all right? This is a okay. fantasy football show. Okay. So, you and I... We did. ...faced off we against did. each other. Not once. But twice, in two different leagues. I didn't... I wasn't aware of this until, like, the day before. Yeah. And I was... I, I don't want to play you yet. I don't feel like my teams are ready, <laughs> you know? I get that energy. Like, you gotta take some time to sculpt your team, right. really get things locked in, figure out who's doing great, who's not, and yeah, it's it's tough to face off against you know, the the really top-notch people in your league. Right. That's what I think of you as, right? There's a few people so. in the league that I'm, like, afraid of, you know? Like, okay, I gotta watch out for these matchups. Mm-hmm. Brian Week is one of them, and in two leagues, that's tough. That hurts. Well, let's touch on that a little bit later. And, we'll come back to it. And uh, we'll reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on our bloody battles. It'll be great. Yeah. So what we got uh, last week? What happened? Anything good? Is for it time the, for the weekend in review? I think we should just jump into let's it. Let's dive into it. Weekend in review. So we had a lot of football happen. This last weekend. <laughs> it's the same amount that we have most weekends and during again, the season. And again, it started on Thursday. <laughs> so weird. And then weird. ended on Monday? Yeah. God, strange. It's strange. like it's like on a schedule. <laughs> we started off the week uh, with a lot of points in the Washington Giants game. Surprisingly, I thought that game was going to be a dud. I thought so, too. But I thought it, a 13-10 to 10 disaster. Awful, but it turned out pretty decent. Except for uh, 
for the Redskins, not the eh, not the Redskins. Oh yeah, that's old. Washington Football Club. <laughs> that's what I call them. Yeah, and, uh, they're Henneke. I mean, he yeah Heineken. We call him Heineken, Heineken here. Yeah, he, he threw a lot. Yeah, could have been a lot worse. It could have been. Uh, there's a, definitely a storyline around him earning his shot, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a value. And to keep in mind, Terry McLaurin, still a valuable weapon. Logan Thomas, still valuable. a valuable weapon. There's there's value there. Gibson? <laughs> I'm not seeing as much value. Uh, you know, we did a freak out, chill out. Uh, we do that sometimes on this show. I'm not freaking out on Gibson. N- not, not yet. We'll, we'll see uh, how the season progresses. And even if he doesn't end up justifying that second round pick that you paid for him, um, I think he's still going to be valuable to your team. You can also uh, look to see who else could use them on their t- on their team and see what trade possibilities could be a good trade. Because he's piece. still a name, absolutely, and they're just underutilizing him. Yeah, and the Giants—they actually uh, Barkley still. I'm not, did he even make it to the game? <laughs> I think he showed up. He, he wasn't stuck in traffic. No. He was. Yeah, Shepard's doing well. So yeah, there's a lot of there's Thursday was a fun fun little preamble to the week. Yeah, and then we bookended that to jump to all the way to the end mm-hmm. on Monday night with the Packers and the Lions. Did you watch that game? I did. Like, I watched third, maybe 30 minutes of it. <laughs> so sure. I did watch it, sure. technically. Uh, we were celebrating uh, my wife's birthday oh, for, okay. for tomorrow, so we went out and we wa- I watched it on a, in the reflection of a window backwards. That's the way real, <laughs> it is. real players watch <laughs> football. Through mirrored reflections. Correct. So, yeah, uh, we had the Packers show up. I mean, they were playing the Lions defense, which is uh, not something that I'd write home about. Yeah. But, uh, and the Lions, they, they did all right. Swift did, Swift did some stuff. But Swift was okay. Yeah. Right? It's uh, towards the end of the game that it was really getting more yards. Yeah, I'm not worried about Swift. I think the Lions in general are just going to be a bit of a chugging team. I think that. The player you got to be really excited about in the Lions is TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. Oh my gosh. See, we'll see if defenses learn him. Uh, I think that's going to be the case, right? If you have one player that uh, that the entire offense is going to funnel through, you shut that player down. So you would uh, think so. Hawkinson's still <laughs> going to have great value, especially when tight end is such a depleted position, right? Um, so definitely, if somebody's worried about that particular problem, go get Hawkinson now. Unless you got Kelsey, you're not start. You're starting Hawkinson, right? Exactly. And, and if you have Kelsey and Hawkinson, well, then you should trade one of them for because <laughs> you probably don't have depth anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, potentially. So uh, get that trade piece out there. The value is high. So there's a lot of other games in the middle of the weekend. There was. We don't got to hit on all of them, Mm-mm. but I think what we do is talk about some main takeaways, and we could start with reviewing our shoot your shot players from last week. Oh, tasty. Yeah, how do you feel about your shoot your shot player? Um, uh, he underperformed. Yeah, Montgomery, David Montgomery for the uh, the Bears. I expected him to be able to run more against the the Bengals, right? The, well, and so I, <laughs> it was the Bengals, right? Uh, yes, yes. We watched. Ding. Thank you. Alex is a Bears fan. I don't know if you're on mic or not. Huge Bears fan. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get to expect- watch the games because we record on Sundays. You, you got have, to watch that game though. You have TiVo. That uh, was that was pre-recording. <laughs> that action that I didn't realize that that game was so early until it was too late. Uh, so I, I missed the game like a bad fan. So I watched that game, and what I will say is this: the box score for David Montgomery was not stellar. 
But he looked great. He gets a lot of action. He got a lot of touches. He got some great breakaways, um, some broken tackles. He looked good. Mm -hmm. If you have David Montgomery, I'm not worrying at this point. Now, I think the Justin Fields thing is interesting. What will happen? Is he going to get all the rushing yards? I mean, we saw Justin Fields run quite a bit. Quite a bit. In the limited play that he got. And I expect him to be the starter going forward. I do, too. I mean, th- there's future there. They drafted him for a reason. Right. And he had his chance to play. So right. So how do you go back? It's very difficult to go back and say, oh, Andy Dalton, I guess you're you're the guy again. Welcome back. No. But Andy Dalton, he's got that beard and that hair. It just looks I know. so nice. <laughs> Justin Fields, I'm not sure uh, if he if he has that swagger. We'll see. With, with the hair. He'll, he'll earn it. <laughs> he'll earn the, the That's hair right. swagger. Uh, so David Montgomery... Uh, it, it wasn't Dave Montgomery's week, nope. but um, a really promising performance, I think. And you had Mike Williams. And I think Mike Williams won this week's Shoot Your Shot. Hands down. Well, he had, at least in uh, standard formats, 15 points. And yeah. Mike, Montgomery Mike, had seven. Mike Williams ended up with seven receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown. Um, Mike Williams looks great, and mm-hmm. I think that he's going to continue to get the work. Well, he's got that rocket arm QB Right, you know that he herbs herbs, yeah, and the only it's him and Keenan Allen. Yep, you know. Yep, I mean, there's there's a lot of weapons on this team. This mm-hmm. is a good offense, uh, but I, I just think that Mike Williams is going to continue to get the work until he gets injured, right? Yeah. So which wh- should be any time. I now, mean, the right? clock I mean, is ticking, so you got to be careful. But <laughs> um, you can either sell high, banking on the injury happening with Mike Williams, or if you're out there looking for some wide receiver depth, maybe you just need a wide receiver too because you lost somebody or you you just need to bolster that position. Mike Williams is a great target. Yeah, we're we're not saying we're not jinxing him by the injury thing. Correct. It's just history. Right. Uh, I feel confident in in labeling Mike Williams as an injury prone player. Yes. Correct. Yeah, um we had some other people who got involved as well. So, um we have a great fantasy football group we do it's growing it actually really is it's the cric fantasy football community over on facebook.com and uh, that's a group that you can join it's open to anybody but especially those in the cedar rapids and iowa city area and i posted some polls there on sunday morning you are fantastic with your polls (laughs) hey thanks i try i try to seek out some engagement every once in a while i think hey should i post a poll and then you, I noticed that you already have. I'm like, that's exactly what I was going to do. Well, you're welcome to any time. And anybody's welcome to post in that. Um, we had a great discussion about Najee Harris mm-hmm. uh, on that group from somebody else's post. They were looking at a trade, so that was great. Um, but on Sunday morning, I posted, let's do a giveaway. The challenge giveaway. That's right. So it was a $20 gift card to Third Base Brewery, mm-hmm. um, which we love around here. We love local. And uh, so if you answered one of the three polls correctly, you get an entry, and we're going to choose that winner live right now. There's a funny story real quick. My wife yeah. uh, noticed the the giveaway, and she decided she was going to do it. Yeah. And so she did the polls, and then she it was, uh, I think it was Tuesday morning <laughs> she did it. And, you know, she went to pick pick them all you know tuesday morning everything's already done yeah and so in like one of the games the chiefs ravens game and she she still picked the wrong team <laughs> <laughs> love it or death but if you're gonna do it late might as well, might as well cheat a little it, get it right at least no don't, don't cheat 
Don't cheat. Uh, so the three polls <laughs> were um, based on our show. So mm-hmm. we put up Mike Williams versus David Montgomery. Uh, of course, for this week, Mike Williams was the winner there. We had um, <laughs> the bet that I had Alex write down who was going to get more points this week, C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper. Cooper. And it was C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. So I won on that one, too. So put it on the board. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and uh, and then the last one was who was going to win the primetime Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens? Mm-hmm. And I think we all know how that went. So, do we have do we have a winner? We do. We're going to pick right now, but I want to point out that seven people voted for um, Kansas City versus Baltimore. All seven of them voted for Kansas City to wow. win the Sunday night game. Local, local. So nobody gets an entry for that. But here's what we have. Um, Lisa Kelly, Zach Sladetsky, Ryan Ray, Chris Jackson, and then John Day gets two entries because John Day was right on two of the polls. And we're going to pick a winner from that group right now. Drum all. And the winner is Lisa Kelly. If you like Price is Right. I'll show everybody for validity. Lisa oh, Kelly. does say Lisa. Random winner. Congratulations, Lisa Kelly. Lisa, you're here at TCR all the time. We record right here at Theater Cedar Rapids up on the fourth floor. Um, so I'm going to see you very soon. So I will get you this Hand gift card. delivered. Congratulations, Lisa. <laughs> up next, let's talk about these matchups. Are we doing the matchups? Well, you and me. Oh, oh, me and you. Yes. I see. Well, the, the highlight the... of the weekend. Was it? Was uh, it your highlight of the weekend? Was just it not play- yours? Just playing me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Like in life. Okay, well, I also, I guess, love my family and created great things with community members. And blah, blah, <laughs> but, blah. Well, fantasy football. Fantasy football. We, uh, to get this out there, we played each other in two of our main leagues, and uh, we split the series. One apiece. Correct. So we have two leagues. We have one league that we've been in for years together, mm-hmm. um, and that's over on Yahoo. That features a number of great people here in the community. And then we also have a second league, which is... Oh, and that league's a standard 14-team league. Correct. And then we have another league that's new this year that features a lot of um, actually really great fantasy football players. Mm -hmm. And Um, a lot of different fun rules. Yeah, so that's a um, half-point PPR um, three-keeper league. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an interesting one. Um, I'm a co-commissioner on it. It's, it's It's a really cool thing. And so we play each other in those... Two leagues. How'd you uh, How'd you feel going into Monday night? Going, into- I, I was ahead by. Or I'm sorry, you were ahead by. Let's see, twenty, almost twenty points, and I just had Rogers left. Yep, in the PPR league. Yes, and I knew you were going to win. Did you? Yeah, I had I had a little bit of doubts, but then Rogers seems to he he likes the spotlight of the prime time. Here's I'm going to say this to Alex because Alex is going to represent the people for me in this moment. Um, the difficulty with doing this podcast is last week I said the Green Bay Packers are going to have a great game and they're going to win and Rodgers is going to be great. And if I was right, I was going to lose my fantasy football matchup. And if I was wrong, I would win, but I would be wrong to all the people that I just gave advice to on the show. So what do you do there, Mr. James uh, 
Franco with your arm stuck between a rock and a hard place. That was a 127 hours reference. <laughs> yeah, Pretty well far out there. So, did you cut it off? I guess probably cut my arm off and just, you know, do neither. Yeah. It's just quit altogether. Well, we so don't want dropped that. out of the league. Yep. I All see. right. This is my last episode. Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Brian. I'm your hey. new co-host. <laughs> I don't know what football is. Alex, you get his team. No, it's great. Um, well, I, the, I, go ahead. And this is the PPR league. I knew you were going to win. And I also felt okay because by that point I had already won our standard league. Correct. Well, the, the also the funny thing is, is your top guy in one of the leagues is my top guy in the That's other league. That's true. And the other way around. You have Christian McCaffrey in the one that I I won, and yep. in the league that I, that I lost, I have Christian McCaffrey. Correct. I have Mixon in the one that I lost, and you have... Do you have Mixon? Oh, you don't have... I have Mixon on the standard league. That's right. Where I won. won. Yep. I have Mixon where I lost. Or... Where you won. Now I'm all confused. You're so. all confused. Yeah. That's there's, all right. There's a benefit to doing a lot of leagues. And do you find yourself, uh, since we're in four leagues, spreading yourself a little thin at times? Yep. There's one league I don't care about. I mean, that's you just, just don't, the truth of the don't focus as much I, on I that. check on it um, before the weekend. But other than that, like I'm very not attentive to waivers. Auto-draft. Whereas I... Not that. <laughs> I pay attention enough for that. But I... I am checking in almost daily with my three other leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one I don't care about. So that's just the the nature of the beast, right? I, I can only be in so many places at once. I just find myself not doing enough uh, like research for trades. If I was just sure. in two leagues, then I would really be pushing my trades and thoughts and this. I'm There's just too much in my mind. So plan that for next year, Brian. Well, I think there's some real value in diving into these matchups a little bit. So yes. let's take a look at the standard league first. Um, and I'll point out a couple of things. One, I was very worried about riding in there with Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback. And I'm still worried about Ryan Tannehill, but he still put up more points than Dak than Prescott. Dak. Yeah, which is, I was surprised. At- Super surprised. Because yeah. I was starting C.D. Lamb and you were starting uh, A.J. Brown. Two people that should have really good scores. Right. And then we we had each other's (laughs) wide receiver for each other's quarterback. We were all intertwined in these leagues. It was uh, kind of competitive until Lockett showed up and scored a gazillion. Between Tyler Lockett and the New England defense, defense, I won the week. Correct. And, And that's one thing I want to put out there for the listeners. I am working hard on my defenses this year. I'm carrying two defenses right now. You are. I'm always playing a defense a week ahead. You should start him for your flex. (laughs) I mean, really. (laughs) um, Don't underestimate your defense. Just It's one of the most important things on your team, and it's something that you can change every single week. Stream that position. Stay on top of it. I agree with with streaming it. If you don't get one of the top four, don't freak out, because if you do some research on... Who's playing who and where, maybe weather conditions, maybe who who's going against rookie quarterbacks, etc. But even if you have one of the top four, you can still have off weeks. Don't right. play one of the top four against Kansas City. You know, Don't right. do it. So stay on top of those things. They're not just um, set them and forget them. Do your research. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I had uh, nothing for my kicker. I don't know the last time I had... Zero from a kicker, Sanders. Well, you had a full blowout in that game I between did. Buffalo and Miami. Well, Tua went down. So that's a piece of news that we should talk about. How are you feeling about the Dolphins if Tua's not there? I th- 
I don't, I don't know. I have to get more of a feel if he's going to be back next week. Sure. We haven't heard much right now. If if he's not back, I'm starting uh, whoever they're playing against. <laughs> sure. If I have them. Um, and the rest of the team, I'm not starting any of their their players. There's not Miles Gaskin. Uh, the Dolphins play the Raiders this week. They give up some points, but I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah, day-to-day with a rib injury to uh, as of now. So we'll see if he ends up playing this weekend. Uh, certainly not. Was it Bris- Bris- uh, Bris- Jacoby Brissett? J- yeah, Jacoby Brisket. Brisket. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it, then I got it. There's a, there's a lot of names uh, in the fantasy football world. And so if we ever get one of the names wrong. If we ever. <laughs> Alex is going to give us the buzzer and we'll, we'll tighten up ship because it's important to get people's names right. I'm just going to put this out there on the ratio of time for our podcast compared to the buzzer. <laughs> when I speak, we're going to have a lot of buzzer. It's going to be great. It'll be a ton of fun. Um, yeah, in terms of the Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, I'm still excited about Waddle, who I think is a good player. I don't think you're getting rid of Gaskin at I'm not this point. starting Waddle. Not, not if Tua's. But Waddle's a hold. Playing. Yeah, hold. Yeah, don't not... drop him. Maybe trade him if, if you can get something for him. But... Right, and I think that you could start Waddle if you need to. I'd wait. I'd wait him out. Um, I mean, of course, if you... If you need to, right? That's a flex play as yes. needed. Um, Other league, you had uh, Herbs going against Rogers, and I'm excited by Herbs. I wish Herbs had had a better day. Um, I think that Chargers game with the Chargers and the the Cowboys could have been a much bigger game. We thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be huge. Uh, I think that I think the Chargers are only going up. I expect more from Justin Herbert in the future. I got a lot of points from um, Evans. Which, yeah, Mike Evans. We just talked about it. Which the Tampa, Tampa Bay, you, you just don't know who's going to be the one this week. The the downside of the Buccaneers this year is that there's too many weapons. Right. Right. For downside fantasy. for fantasy. Yeah. Right. So whose week is it going to be? Is it going to be Godwin? Is it going to be Brown? Is it going to be Evans? Gronk's going to give his share. Right. right. <laughs> you know. So yeah, there's there's a lot of things to look at. Um, of course, you've got running backs in there as well. So. Um, that, that's going to be a tough game to play. But Mike Evans, like we talked about, disappears from time to time, but also then has these great games. Um, that's a good wide receiver, too, a good flex if you have him. We had a, you had Corey Davis on your on your team. How are you feeling about him? <sighs> that's such a good question. That, that's, in my, uh, that's in the freak out, chill out section, yep. however. But. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what. Will you, will you give me the freak out, chill out music? Yeah, so Corey Davis, I think I'm going to keep an eye on Corey Davis. I'm holding Corey Davis. I'm nervous about the Jets as a whole, but I think Corey Davis has too much potential, too much of a target share on this team to be forgotten about. I think that he might have these up and down weeks. but That's Corey Davis. I'm going to run Corey Davis out there again next week against Denver and then the following two weeks against Tennessee and Atlanta. Don't have anybody else besides Davis? Um, not in that league. No. Davis is my flex. Um, otherwise, I'm looking at uh, Tyson Denver's Williams. Denver's a hard play. Which I feel good. We talked about um, Tyson Williams, mm-hmm. the new running back, the, the backup to the backup for the Ravens. And uh, he looked good. He did. So, it, it's, a com- it's almost a surefire committee right now, but he's leading the touches. 
But there's something to be said for leading a committee Correct. on the most run-heavy team Correct. in football. So um, just depends if it's the quarterback running it or the running backs running it. That's valid as well. I hear you. Yeah. But no, I I like them. I tried getting them uh, for waiver wire pickup. So. All right. So I have one for you. Mm. You started George Kittle in that league. I did. Where are you at on Kittle? I'm still okay with them. I I feel freak, freak out, chill out. I'm chilling out. I don't have a, a good backup. N- nobody that I have John U. Smith. I'm not going to start him. I mean, that's really the problem, right? If you're the Kittle owner, it's he, like the pot kel- calling the Kittle <laughs> black. I don't know. I'm going to let you work your way through that one. <laughs> so yeah, I, what are you going to do? Because if you trade Kittle away, maybe you can get great pieces at running back or wide receiver. Those skill positions, but you're going to be taking a downgrade at tight end. And he's too good of an athlete to not to consistently not do well. Right. And I mean, you if you if he doesn't do well, the person you pick up and started there's a more than fifty percent chance they're not going to do well too. Yeah. So, any other freak out, chill out players you want to hit on? Clyde Edwards, how are you feeling about him? It's exactly what I said last week, mm-hmm. which is the same. Are you feeling? Which just write it. Well, write it, but you have to adjust your expectations. I didn't draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire to be an RB1. Mm-hmm. And if you did, you're going to be disappointed. He's not a big play threat. Nope. Nope. He, he's on a high-scoring team. However, right now, I'm freaking out trying to start him if I had him. Yep. But it's hard not to start him because of the volume. Again, if he is your RB1, you need to maybe make some adjustments. If he's your RB2, that's a great RB2. Mm-hmm. It's a great RB2. You should be happy with that. Um, but he's not a star running back. He's not going to compete with um, Nick Chubb and up, right? Your right. Derrick Henrys, your um, Kamaras, your even your Mixons. He's not going to be in that realm. I think he'll have some weeks where he's top eight, but it's it's going to be really a crapshoot. I mean, maybe. I'm not banking on it. I'm, you just never know. I mean, I don't think so, but... The last I, I thing I'll like say is the last. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, because we need to take a break. Um, the last thing I'll say is this: mm-hmm. uh, he's not the featured player on the team. Those players that I listed, they are the featured player on their team. Just Kelsey. I mean, the rest are are great too. But well, the truth is that it's Mahomes' team. It is right, and that's why they throw so much, and that's why Kelsey's great. That's why Hill's great. If they start figuring the team out. Maybe he'll have more usage. Yeah, we'll see. Anyone else on that list? Oh, I, Robert Woods. How do you feel about him going now? He's one of your players. Woods is going to come back. I'm chilling out. Um, but again, if he's my wide receiver one, I'm concerned. Correct. Right? If he's your top guy, ooh. Yes. You can't operate with a top guy at that level. If he's my wide receiver two and lower, I'm fine, right? Because the expectation's set correctly, and I have somebody else carrying that wide receiver one load. They need to get get him the ball. He's wide receiver number 42 right now. Yeah. So hopefully, how uh, about uh? But the one, vo- the volume's there, the targets are there. Um, he's gonna get his work. I think it'll be fine. Just ride him out. I have a uh, AJ Brown, and I'm gonna chill out on him. He's still getting a lot of targets, but he's like he had a lot of drops last week. Mm-hmm. So how how do you feel about him? Big name, hasn't produced the first two weeks really. I'm gonna not freak out, and here's the reason why: his air yards are massive. He had a number of drops, and he struggled with drops last year, too. 
And then the second half of the year, he tightened it up and turned out to be an amazing piece for competing teams in the championship. So hold the course. This whole Titans team is going to course correct. I believe that. And Derrick Henry showed it, and Julio Jones showed it. Yeah, Henry had like 36 points or Insane, like insane. Yeah. I think he was in the 40s in our standard league. So um, stay the course. This this team is going to course correct here. Agreed. One last thing. You can drop Marquez, Marquise, Marcus Callaway. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Marquez Callaway. Marquez. He was your shoot-your-shot player in week one. He was. There was a lot of hype, and I was on that train. Yeah. And uh, he's just nowhere to be found yet. Maybe that- something can if, – if you have a deep league, you can keep him and hope. But Yeah. That team hasn't figured themselves out. No. So um, be careful with the Saints in general, I would say. Every other week. There you go. Right. They'll, they might alternate. <laughs> yes. Uh, on that note, let's take a quick break. Let's check in with sponsors. And we'll be back with you for the week three preview in just a moment. I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories, where we take one word. Like fear. That's kind of dark. Or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet? I hope so. Whoa. I just noticed that we keep speaking in unison. How do we stop? Oh, wow. It's still happening. Okay, what just happened? I don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish each other's... I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me. Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word Stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Okay, Okay, I think that was a good take. Wait, Wait, no. Why does this keep happening? LAS. Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all. Some more than others. L-A-S. Welcome back. Hey, we're going to look at uh, week three. Week three in preview. Are you excited? Uh, For this week, actually, yes. So here's what I want to say about week three, and then we'll dive into these matchups. If you are 0-2, don't panic. Don't panic right now. And you'll be tempted to. Uh, this guy's not working for me. I need to trade him away. I got to fix my team. I got to figure things out. Oh, my gosh, my season's ruined. You're going to get a lot of trade requests, probably. Sure. Vultures. Uh, yeah, right. Don't throw in the towel. All right? Be strategic. 
hold the course. Just two games. You can still win the league with just two losses. And there's even an extra game this season. There is. Right? So um, here's the last thing that I'll say on this particular topic. Um, People, when they get to this point, and then when they get to week four, five, six, seven, they're going to start throwing in the towel. Right? It's hard to stay on top of this information week in and week out. If you put in the work, you will succeed Listen, read read your apps. I mean, they give you good information. It 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 just takes a little click, and you see if hey, you should start start them or not. So yeah, yeah, stay on oh, top of it. Good. Keep, keep showing up every day. It'll work. Are you looking forward for Thursday with Carolina and Houston? We're gonna look at uh take some takeaways. I am starting the Panthers defense. Are you? And that's not just because of Houston being a terrible team this year. And it's not just because Tyrod Taylor's backup is in. Mills. Uh, that's QB right. Mills. Rookie. That's right. Um, He'll have a fine game. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So it's not just for those reasons. But it's actually because the Panthers have been an incredible defense across the first two weeks. Correct. They are gonna, they're the surprise undefeated team. I think they're going to go 3-0. Uh, I think they have a real chance to as well. So I'm, I'm watching that defense. I'm watching how they play. I think this team's going to operate on a higher level than we expect. I'm looking to see if Brandon, Brandon Cooks can still do well. Is he keep cooking? If he will. Yeah. Sunday we have some games. You know that? We, uh, wait, what? Yes. We have uh, the Washington football team going against at Buffalo. What are you looking at? Uh, what am I looking at? I... I think I saw what I needed to see last week from Washington. I'm excited to see if Heineken continues. Um, but more so what I'm watching is actually on the Bills side because the Bills shut out um, Miami this past week, right? 35 to nothing. But Josh Allen, not an incredible game. No, he he not his best work of art. And frankly, uh, Stephon Diggs has been underperforming as well. So that duo is what I'm watching. They didn't really need to do much. And that's valid. So is that a fluke or is there something here? Is there a trend here? I'm watching to see if the connection between these two can tighten up. I'm watching to see if Josh Allen can really take a step forward and be that high draft capital QB that you went after. I'm looking to see if Antonio Gibson can do anything versus the the D. I, I don't think so. I don't think Gibson's going to run very much. It sounds much like room. Uh, at this point, are you pretty worried about Gibson? Because we talked about it in the first. If half. he was on my team, yes. Yeah, I, I have. I do not have him. However, at least at least for this coming week, it would be really hard for me to lay all my eggs in that basket. <laughs> is that right? Lay them in my basket. Yes. So um, let's take a quick detour because I think this is really important for our listeners, the people who are trying to be playoff bound fantasy football players. Correct. If you have Gibson on your team, what are you doing? If you had Gibson on your team, what would you be doing right now? If he's my RB1, I'm I'm trying to look at the rest of my team, uh, see if I need a wide receiver and possibly trade, but see if there's anybody out there. I'm not saying you should freak out. It depends what your record is. If you can hold on to him for another week, it's only week three. Sure, if you're 2-0 and but you have Gibson. I'm not looking for him to win, win my league. He's not a, a league winner. So, okay. I'm not freaking out, but I'm not chilling either on that guy. Sure. It's it's a little hot in here. The temperature, yes. somebody hit that thermostat. It's a little hot. Hey, we have your bears, Alex, going uh, to Cleveland. Right. Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, Alex. Um, how are you feeling about the bears uh, two weeks in? Uh, they're, they're not good. 
<laughs> yeah, start Justin Fields while you still can. Are you? I was going to ask you, where are you at on the fields? Oh, pro fields. Yeah. Pro fields. He's uh, the future. Uh, exactly. I say, you know, get him the experience now. Sure. Okay. What's the point of waiting to get him game experience? I don't think he's going to get hurt. He's good on his legs. He's young. He's fine. If he starts, I I feel uh, Robinson will still get his amount of targets, but I'm still looking at Robinson. I think he's he could be an elite uh, wide receiver if th- those two can get on the same page. I'm watching out on this uh, Brown side of the field. I saw a little bit too much Kareem Hunt out there for my liking. Um, I I forget that he's there. That you know <laughs> that sometimes this is not a one and a two situation, but this is really a one A and one B situation. And there are those weeks where Kareem Hunt shows up, and even though the box score didn't show a whole lot in terms of Kareem Hunt pulling away from Nick Chubb's score, because um, Chubb was still definitely the high scorer on that team. Um, Hunt was out there a lot this it's past in week. the red zone as well. Absolutely. So. I'm going to continue to watch and make sure I have a clear understanding of where these players are at because if that shift happens where Hunt starts to take a little bit too much of the timeshare away from Chubb, I'm going to be concerned about Chubb. You're not going to start sit Chubb, though. The, certainly not, right? Chubb uh, is going to barrel through and get his points no matter what. Hunt is a great flex. Sure, absolutely. I and think- he's a good uh, guy to have uh, if you know in case Chubb goes down. Sure, and there's not a whole lot of quote-unquote backup running backs that you'd feel willing to flex on a week-to-week basis, but Hunt is definitely one of them. We have Baltimore at Detroit. Um, How do you feel about the Ravens as an offense? Not Lamar Jackson, but the Ravens as an offense. I think that they could – I mean, they, they did it on Monday or on Sunday night, and uh, I don't see anything that – is really showing any signs of me freaking out. I mean, they're they're running. I mean, I felt like Lamar Jackson really r- dragged that team to the finish line. Yeah, right. That's all they need, though. That's true. They have Marquise, Marquez, Marcusi Brown. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I felt that. So they have their weapons. I I'd still be running with with the Ravens offense, just not their. Don't know what the running backs. What I'm watching is Mark Andrews, and and that's kind of one of the big pieces on this offense that Mm -hmm. I'm worried about because the offense is not hitting Mark Andrews, and I saw some of that last year as an Andrews owner. Um, Andrews is great, and this team is is going to score a lot of points, but are they going through Andrews? Not a lot, given if Lamar wants them to. Right. I'm looking to see if uh, if. Well, the Lions' defense is is not good, so I think they're going to be behind, and I'm thinking uh, Hawkinson will be even more valuable in this game because I think they're going to be down early and by a lot. We have the Colts at Tennessee. This is a really interesting one because Carson Wentz very possibly not playing for the Colts this week. Um, So how does this offense actually work? Is Michael Pittman the guy? Right. Um, Pittman had a great week. Does that continue? Is Michael Pittman really a thing? Um, if you have an extra waiver wire or a, a bench spot, I'd be grabbing him off waivers this week and holding him because I think there's really something there. I'm looking to see if Jonathan Taylor can break 60 yards. He hasn't so far, and uh, he has no touchdowns this year. So Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's my 
the the weak spot in uh in my mind. Yeah, a little concerning, especially without a good quarterback. We have the Chargers at the Chiefs. Oh, I'm excited for this game. Yes. I'm excited. This this should be what the Chargers and Cowboys should have been. AFC West battle. That's right. High scoring, high flying. I'm watching Herbs. I said it in the first half of the episode. Um, I think that Justin Herbert is going to continue to showcase more than he did in the first two weeks. We know this guy can throw. We know this guy can do incredible things. And this offense can support it. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the perfect type of team to bring that out. And it's in Kansas City. I'm looking to see if Clyde Edwards can actually break out. I I don't think so, but the Chiefs are vulnerable. We we saw that Sunday. So we have the Saints at the Patriots. <laughs> Sorry, the what? <laughs> the Patriots. The Patriots. The Patriots. The, the Pats. Um. I mean, the the big thing I'm watching is the Saints' offense as a whole, mm-hmm. um, and that includes Alvin Kamara. Can Alvin Kamara succeed when this offense does not? Because the idea was always that Alvin Kamara is matchup proof, right? A top three pick, um, especially in a PPR league, maybe a top four or five pick in standard, but somebody who will always succeed regardless of the matchup. But that wasn't the case last week. This offense shut down. So um, can this offense, even if they're not winning a game, even if they're not operating at top capacity, still support Alvin Kamara's workload for fantasy? I'm looking to see if uh, Winston will will be week one Winston or week two Winston. Yeah. Which one's going to be playing? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think the good one's going to be playing versus the Patriots. The Patriots just – I know they just picked off a rookie – a bunch of times, but they will take away your best player, and and that's Kamara. So if if Kamara's not in the game, not sure what else is going to happen. So we touched on it really briefly. I am carrying two defenses on my team right now. One is the New England Patriots. One is the Carolina Panthers. Um, both of them have great matchups this week. If you consider the Saints to be a great matchup for the Patriots, um, who would you start? I would. I would. Uh... After the Panthers who, are playing Houston, if you if you didn't yes, remember. it'd be hard not to go with the the Panthers going against yeah. Houston. Yeah, especially it, against the rookie. How much of a uh, you could get some trade value? Honestly, you could get a wide receiver three out of one of those at least. Sure, potentially. Yeah, know, just just saying. You should look at that. Hey, we have the Falcons versus the Giants. <laughs> Will you be watching that game? <laughs> uh, um. Gosh, I, um, I, I kind of touched on um, the Falcons last week, but this team is not operating the way that it should, and Calvin Ridley is is scraping by. Um, Calvin Ridley had a a a salvaged day, I would say, for fantasy. But this is a, a wide receiver that you took at the top of your draft. And, uh, and, not, and not me. Well, <laughs> Tim Arnold did. Yeah. Tim Arnold's out in the lobby, and, <laughs> and I just saw him nodding. Um, yeah, this is concerning, right? Yeah, co- completely. And you have Matt Geriatric Ryan trying to <laughs> wade through the field, and his offensive line is just like, go ahead, hit him. I don't even mind. Uh, Calvin, come closer. <laughs> come closer. I'm going to hand this <laughs> off to you. I'm looking to see if uh, Cordell Patterson will make any difference in the game because he's like the 
he he's phenomenally gifted and Mike Davis has not been producing. Right. But Mike Davis is still getting the lion's share of targets. It's hard to do a lot of producing when your team is that vulnerable. True story. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Um, I'm interested to see uh, how Pittsburgh continues to operate because I went on this big tangent last week about this past week, week two, being a get-right game for the Steelers, and I would say I was half right. Right, um, they produced a lot more than they did in Week One. Um, Najee Harris, we saw some really impressive play from him. The box score was decent; it wasn't exceptional. Correct. Um, it wasn't running back one uh, mind bolt blowing. Right. You know, but certainly didn't tank your team. Certainly didn't hurt you. Um, can they continue to step forward? I think the Bengals are a team that they could potentially do it against. Um, but the offense as a whole, and especially um, Big Ben, I'm, I'm I'm anxious to see if they can continue to take that step forward. I'm seeing if if uh, Jamar Chase can 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 keep doing it. He's he's doing pretty good this year. Yeah, he's not, he's not a like Randy Moss's rookie season. It's not like that. But he's he's got really some nice hands so question are you going out and trying to acquire jamar chase before he gets even better are you selling jamar chase before you think he gets worse or are you holding jamar chase there's he's not going downhill if, yeah if anything once he gets used to more of the uh of the speed of the game in the nfl also getting on more page with burrow i think uh he's got a bright future we have the cardinals at jacksonville um, Rondale Moore is who I'm watching out for. Me too. Yeah, very excited. Mm-hmm. He's somebody that I picked up at the end of the draft and then dropped um, before week one. And then I went to go look for him and he wasn't there. So um, somebody else saw what I saw early on, which was the potential for this fantastic rookie to really get involved early on this team. And uh, I think he's going to be a big play guy. They're clearly showing that they're interested in him. They're going to get him the ball. I think his, his rocket is headed to the moon. I think that uh, their team is just offensive minded and you have max williams a tight end that he he had more uh wider more receiving yards than uh he was second in receiving yards and targets so. are you going out to pick him up i i put a waiver wire in there just i i didn't but i would look right i mean i would try mr plenty of tight ends. i have too many tight ends <laughs> yeah so i would look into max williams i'm he it could have just been a one week fluke, right? So I'm not saying put your and that happens team often that. at tight end. Correct. Yeah, we have the Jets at my Broncos. Um, I'll let you talk about the Broncos. Um, let me talk about the Jets here. The Jets, uh, because the answer is I'm only watching Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not getting involved with the backfield here. I'm not getting involved with um with with the passing game here outside of Corey Davis. I, I'm dropping Elijah Moore if I have him, if I was holding on to him to see what would happen. It's Corey Davis for me, and the question is, can Corey Davis succeed when this team does not? It's similar to that Alvin Kamara question, except that instead of Alvin Kamara, you've got Corey Davis, who you drafted much later in your draft. And, you're probably, and they're going against Denver, and they're going to really do whatever they can to take him away out of the game. I'm seeing if Teddy can have his third strong game. He's had two yeah. games of two touchdowns and 250 and like 300 yards. So I'm excited so far for for Teddy. Um, I have Ryan Tannehill on my team. Teddy Bridgewater's out there on the waivers. Mm. What would you do? He's a, he's a strong uh, bye week guy. Would you play him over Tannehill this week? 
No. Okay. I, I still Tannehill. Uh, once Jerry Judy comes back for the Broncos, then that'd be more of a possibility. But sure. They they have Julio and and AJ Brown. The weapons are there. Yes. We have Miami going to Las Vegas. Going to gamble some. Um, this is another game I don't really want to watch. Um, and here's the reason why: the Raiders have been really impressive, and I don't. Re- there's not a whole lot of reason to expect them to continue to do that, right? Um, now the Dolphins are certainly not any team anyone's excited about, but um, the Raiders as a whole uh, just are operating at a weird level. Um, Derek Carr is, is doing that Derek Carr thing where for a few weeks he operates at a really high fantasy level and then drops off. I expect that to happen. Maybe it's not this week. Maybe they tear the Dolphins apart, um, but I expect it to happen sooner or later. I'm seeing uh, who the running back for the Raiders is going to be if, if Jacobs is not out there. Last week there was a lot of Barber. Yep. And a little we were expecting more Drake. Yep. And that did not happen. So I'm not sure why, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Drake, uh, he he has he had a lot of heat come last year. So and then of course honorary mention to um, Waddle, Waddle Waddle, Correct. Um, Correct. especially if two is out. Uh, can Waddle succeed? If Tua is not feeding him the ball, and the answer is, um, uh, I'm going to keep on my bench, but I'm going to watch. Yeah, Tampa Bay, you remember them at the Rams? That's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I'm I'm really excited by Stafford. Um, can Cooper Cup continue to be the number one wide receiver in fantasy? Does Robert Woods have a Robert Woods day? I would guess that that Woods Day is coming sooner rather than later. If it's not this week, it's going to be in the next two weeks. Um, I'm going to call that shot right now. I'm going to see if uh, Daryl Henderson is going to, if he plays, how much he plays, because he got a little dinged up, like his ribs. And uh, if he doesn't play, how much, um, who came in for him? Do you remember uh, Daryl Henderson's? Um, t- uh, um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, uh, Sony, Sony Michelle. Oh my gosh, that Thank hurt my you. brain. It did. Oh my gosh, you just watched a full-on meltdown or listened to a I full-on meltdown. I start to quiver. Oh man, see how much uh, he comes into play. Yeah, so. Sony Michelle is not somebody I'm playing this week against Tampa Bay. Uh, but if they're out there on the waiver wire and I need running back help, if Henderson doesn't play. If Henderson's out for more than this week, Sonny Michelle could be a really exciting start in week four and beyond. We have Seattle going to Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, I'm watching for the bottom to fall out for Tyler Lockett, right? Lockett has a, a great two weeks, um, but I don't expect it to continue, and that's primarily because DK Metcalf is still there. He is. And this offense always shifts, um, and Lockett often has – a, a a few huge games and then the and the the bottom drops out right Seattle doesn't do well on the road I mean it depends who they're playing but just in general they're not as high functioning on the road I'm looking to see if Madison if he has uh, much of a how much of a workload he has because Dalvin got dinged up so see what happens there because he's one of the top uh, handcuffs sure we have the Packers at the 49ers. Oh gosh, we sure do, don't we? We do. Um, and and I'm a little bit stuck just because the Packers' offense 
is doing exactly what we expected them to do, which is Aaron Rodgers is fine, if not great. Um, Aaron Jones is getting gazillion touchdowns in a game. Right. And uh, Devontae Adams is is doing the Devontae Adams great you know, top wide receiver thing. So the question really is, um, maybe for me, what other weapons are on this team that are worth rostering? And, you know... Val- Des Quez, Mark, <laughs> I don't remember that. Marcos Valdez Gambling. Yes. Yep. Um, MVS. MVS. That's a good nickname. There you go. And uh, I, and I wouldn't be holding on to MVS primarily just because the the volume isn't there. Same with Cobb. Right. Um, but Robert Tunyon is really the question for me. Tunyon had an okay week. Uh, again, kind of a salvaged week like with that touchdown. Three, t- three receptions and a touchdown for like 50 yards. But if that touchdown isn't there, is Tunyon relevant at all? I'm not sure. I'm looking to see. Uh, I'm watching Kittle to see what he can do. I, I feel like Kittle will be able to go through the uh, the Green Bay defense. Sure. Monday night we have the Eagles at the Cowboys. Yeah, the... The Cowboys, um, again, we kind of talked about in the first half, uh, Dak Prescott, underwhelming. This team, kind of underwhelming. Um, So uh, I'm still kind of watching out for what's happening in the backfield. Same uh, here. Because there's this split happening with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard really looking pretty dynamic. Um, That's what's interesting to me. Does Tony Pollard end up being the Kareem Hunt of this team and really being a valuable flex each and every week? Um, and what does that do to Zeke's value? Uh, there's 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 some spiciness happening there. I'm also looking at uh, Pollard. He he was just, I mean, <clears throat> pardon me. Elliot did well. He had uh, 16 attempts, but Pollard he had 109 yards and a touchdown. Elliot had 71 and a touchdown. I mean, there you can't ignore that. Elliot has for the past like five years been the guy and it might be showing uh how much he's been new so we'll see what happens hey hey partner you want to go to sundown (laughs) (laughs) it's time to shoot your shot all right brian it's time to shoot your shot hey who, who you got this week my shot is chase edmonds Okay, I'm gonna go with Chase Edmonds. He's not a, uh, he's not really on a lot of people's radar, but he is a consistent play. And they're going against Jacksonville, who has their defense has left a lot of a lot of yards. They let a lot of yards go from their running backs, and they have three touchdowns, for, given up three touchdowns. So I'm thinking Chase Edmonds uh, is gonna have a fine week. I'm going to try and pick somebody uh, a little out there oh, as somebody who needs sleeper? tight end help myself. Okay. Um, Jack Doyle is the tight end for the, the Colts. Colts. And I think what we might end up seeing, especially if Wentz doesn't play, is a lot of tight, close throws, um, trying to get the ball down the field in, in quick plays. And uh, the Titans just don't have a good defense right now. 
um, and the Titans don't have it together. And I think that um, one thing that's kind of interesting is that Doyle is second on the Colts with 12 targets in two games, and he had 85 receiving yards, which ranks 10th at the position. So there's kind of this tight end that's really performing a little bit better than we're seeing. So that's somebody I'm aiming for this week if I need a tight end streamer, Jack Doyle. Um, shoot my shot. And I think that'll do it. Yes. That'll do it for another episode of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and come back again next week. Oh, here's that song. Bam! Hey, thank you so much for checking out this show. It is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. And while you're there, consider subscribing to LAS+. Plus. It's only $10 a month, and it gets you bonus episodes of our podcast, uh, access to live events. It gets you exclusive uh, limited series that we're working on right now. You can it, brag to your friends. That's the best part. Right. The best part of all. Um, so go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus for more information on that. Make sure you subscribe to Playoff Bound Fantasy Football because it comes out every single Thursday during the fantasy football season on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please consider leaving a review. It helps out so, so much. Let us into your ears. Let us in. Let me in! You know you want it. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to us blatantly just make up weird stuff about football. Hey, this is all grounded in reality. It is. All right? Our reality. (laughs) Welcome to our reality. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. LAS.